Developed by crashing waves and plummeting brand value, the NRL has played its last card in the pack. It has launched Rugby League Season 2019 as a new era, yet the game has extinction written all over it. Lurid sex tapes, Cameron Smith refusing to retire, the Roosters as premiers, it's truly sickening. But history tells us that Rugby League has always been able to crawl back out of the primordial slime of its own making if someone utters two magic words. Fire up and Shazam! And all would be right with the greatest game of all. Well, no longer. The game has been blasted back to the Stone Age and the two brontosauri that are Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale can't do anything about it. So welcome to New Fire Up, the new Coke of Rugby League Radio. Welcome to a Fire Up involving 33% less talk, 33% less music, and 67% less comedy. Welcome to a Fire Up that has the go-forward of the Adelaide Rams. Welcome to New Fire Up, the Jurassic Era. I feel welcome. Do you feel welcome, Chris? I always feel welcome in your company, Stephen. Yes, we do. We, we embrace each other, and uh, it is a loving circle. By the way, Chris, uh, headphones. Do you love headphones? I do love headphones. Yes, Neurophone headphones. More than you could imagine. <laughs> and we have uh, some Audio-Technica turntables. They're the final two prizes to try and entice those waverers that want to become supporters of particularly Fire Up. And we, we do offer the caveat that if you don't want Fire Up on air, you can also voice your opinion by actually supporting the station, saying, get rid of those damn blokes. Well, if you go back to the last supporter drive, Stephen, this was a particularly live issue. And uh, the nays are sort of semi-having it because they've kind of knocked us back by a third, haven't they? So, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's, Look, it's, it's democracy at work, Chris. Uh, democracy is... Representational. Death, <laughs> democracy is tearing institutions down brick yeah. by brick. Yes. And we've lost a few bricks over the last year. Yes. A couple of pebbles, we call it. <laughs> Anyway, here we are. I feel welcome. I hope you feel welcome. The number again to call. We've got some dedicated volunteers. Once again, we're not getting paid. We're volunteers. We love what we do here. We love the station. We hope you do too. And if you want to become involved, eight double three double two nine four five is the number to call if you'd like to inquire about uh, becoming a supporter. Chris, Chris, being Gus. It's a film. It's it is a, book. a film. It's a miniseries. It's a state of mind, Steve. It is a state of mind. It's a state of being. Yeah. Being yeah, Gus. Yeah. Gus has been discussed. I'm sure Gus doesn't like being discussed. Even though Gus has an ego bigger than Ray Hadley, he still doesn't like being talked about unless he's doing the talking. It's odd, isn't it? If you follow Gus uh, during his rugby league calls on the Nine Network, uh, he's on 100% footy. Yeah. He's on Six Tackles with Gus podcast. Yes. But he goes, why are we talking about me? Yeah, it's not about me. It's strange, now, isn't and, it? And also, you'd have to say he's, he's one of the prettiest sites in rugby league. He's... He's a site that epitomises rugby league, yes, I think uh, is possibly yes. how I would phrase it. Yes. Not, not, not so much a pretty site, no. but a site yes. to behold. Yeah. Uh, and a man with opinions. You told me earlier that he was actually he trained to do a law degree. He was. He was uh, studying commerce law at the University of New South Wales, just up the road here at Kensington. But he was mm. finding the... I think at this stage he might have been involved with the Panthers, mm. uh, training-wise, as a young footballer. He was finding the trek from Kensington to Penrith just a little bit too much. So right, he preferred right. his degree. Always intended to go back, yep. but he got sidelined. Where is home? 
at that particular point in state? No, right now, where does Gus reside? He resides in the Shire, Stephen. And he drives all the way to Penrith now as the head of football operations at the Penrith Panthers. We often talk about um, the more things stay, change, that they stay the same. Yes. And I think for Gus, here he is yeah. some, I don't know, 30 plus years later. Scratching his head. making the trek out to Penrith. Yes. And probably reassessing whether he should be. Right, okay. Uh, look, there's an icy breeze uh, out Penrith way. They were mooted as being the favourites, the fairy tale team this year. What a combination uh, with uh, Gus finally getting it together it's 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 a shambles it's falling apart how's that center of excellence going by the way the academy the academy i'm sorry sorry well there's a tremendous and heartwarming picture of ivan cleary with his brother who he uh, donated a kidney to in front of the penrith academy wow in the back of the uh, fairfax press today yeah it's a very very imposing edifice Stephen. yeah uh, yes and And a touching photo it 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 offers everything yes and i mean here we are in year eight of gus's five-year plan Mm mm-hmm and one would have thought the premiership was nigh. Yeah. Uh, the Cleary team. We've, we've been talking about the Cleary team a lot. There's a big game on the weekend. There is a big game tonight. A, a grudge match. Out of, uh, I think it's just now Penrith. Would you State. call it a battle of the West? Do, do, do the Tigers really classify as a, as a Westie team? I tell you what, the ownership of the West is as complicated as the situation in the Balkans, isn't it? <laughs> it is indeed. Because you've got so many candidates. Yeah. Parramatta, Penrith, the yeah. West Tigers. Canterbury must have a say. Sure. You know, so uh, it, it's it's a partial battle of the West. Now, this is also not just a talk of uh, geographical divide, but this is a generational divide discussion. It's about the old versus young and how people relate because we, we, we know the stories recently of the Penrith Panthers and more, yet more sex tapes over the summer from hell uh, and beyond. And, uh, of course, Gus was shaking his head in disbelief. He said he just there was something that that vast mind of being Gus could not quite comprehend. No, he couldn't connect with it. And, yeah. and I think when the... Uh, the Penrith sex tape issue was that at Zenith they did get the players together and, yeah. and someone an attendee described it this way they said look boys no consequences we just need to get a handle on the issue is that right uh, get a grip um, so on to, it so to speak get yeah. a grip on it so yeah. to speak yeah. Yeah. Is, there, is there anyone who thinks that they're involved in that there might be some footage taken say in the last five years just in could, case could possibly surface yes I mean it's probably best now to disclose it and it was described <laughs> so they all, that a, so they whipped out their phones well it was, you know, please raise your hand. And it was described as a forest of hands <laughs> went up. And this is the generational divide. This yeah. is commonplace Gus practice. Gus shaking his head in bewilderment. younger right? people, Gus doesn't because understand it. You and I both remember in, in Gus's prime time. Which we were both. Yes. And if you're going to make uh, a tape of any sort, uh, VHS machines were clumsy. That's right. They were awkward. The cameras were heavy. A big camera. <laughs> and then the case that, that held the actual tape recorder was a big thing that would bang on your hip as you were wandering around. What were those furry things? Oh, yeah. they were mics, yeah. weren't they? And surely that would take the thrill out of any moment. Surely. <laughs> you couldn't. It, it's not immediate. It's no. always uh, predetermined, pre-planned. And were they connected to the internet? Oh, that's right. The internet didn't exist no. then, did it? No, no. I mean, we were involved in the distribution of our tapes in a rather murky sort of car park, yes, brown yes. paper bag, a la Parramatta cash style. And gazelle style. Yes. Where you pull up the ute, you pull down the back, you, you want to buy a VHS tape, <laughs> oh, shit, the coppers, let's run. You know, yeah. We remember it fondly. And <laughs> what have you got? You go, oh, my heady time's back in Hunters Hill here <laughs> on VHS, you know, 90 minutes. I've still got it. Lighting is poor. A little water goes a bit fussy at times. <laughs> but uh, so Gus, I mean, really, he should be able to relate to that sort of advances of progression of culture uh, with respect to technology and how it's handled and disseminated but uh, he's nearly lost and he, he'd famously been off Twitter yes he was off Twitter yeah he's back on what um, back on Twitter yes and he announced it with what he goes decided to return to the land of Twitter okay the in the wake of, of the big clash between the mighty Panthers and Tigers at Pepper Stadium this yes, Friday yes. Ivan's job and he's referring there to Ivan Cleary the current coach, coach of the yes, Panthers yes. 
will be definitely be under evaluation. Wow. If he can't get the job done against his former side. Well, you know what? The old, the old truism that says uh, we have full confidence in our coach, you know that they're under the pump and they're about to be punted. He's just said he's under evaluation. <laughs> what, what does that tell you? He sort of say win or yeah. you're gone. Or you're gone. And, and uh, you know, again, I think it's like a, it's the dying bellows of something because yeah. of a dinosaur because yeah. uh, I think there's a power struggle that went on at Penrith last year Yes, and Gus lost. Right. So we, uh, we watch this game with much anticipation. Does Gus tweet when he's on television? Is he on television? Uh, he's not on television during the Panthers he games because of, of yeah, conflict, conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. <laughs> yes, he's got many of those. Uh, and so what other forms of modern uh, technology does Gus also either embrace or denounce? Do we know if he... Has he got a Facebook page? I don't think he's got a Facebook page. Instagram? I, 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 I think he's investigating MySpace as we speak, he? so he might be is a little he? bit off the pace. Right. I don't think Instagram's his go yeah. either. I think Twitter is he's been... It's been a love-hate relationship. He's been on and off yes, Twitter yeah. more times than the power was during the secret power strike with Bielke Peterson back in the 80s. That long ago. Mm. Wow. Uh, now, there's something else afoot, wasn't there? There was some secret footage recorded talking about footage of Gus in conversation somewhere. Where was that, Chris? Uh, secret footage of Gus in conversation, not with super coach Wayne Bennett are you referring to? Is that well, what you're talking about? no. There was, of course, there was a whole drama, wasn't there, about who's actually running this show because we assume that Gus runs the universe. Yes. Not Alan Jones, not Rupert Murdoch, but, but Gus. Yes. That may not be the case because of this whole brouhaha with Wayne Bennett and his movements as well. Right. So tell us about those two old dinosaurs and how it was working out. Well, um, let's face it, uh, Hook Griffin was not cutting the mustard out of Penrith. Right. So the decision was made that we need to find new talent. And Gus goes, because he's old school, where do I go? Wayne Bennett, because there's nothing more old school than Wayne Wayne Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, yeah. But unbeknownst to him, Dave Neal, or O'Neill, I think it is, the Penrith chair, right. had decided to go back to the future and found Ivan Cleary. Right. And so uh, Gus had to ring up Wayne and say, it's not, a, it's not happening, it's not happening, Wayne. So there's a disconnect happening there within the club itself. Yes. So this... The lines of communication are broken down. Okay. Uh, do they not have a communication component in this academy? <laughs> At the top end? Can you imagine? A meeting place? I think they spent somewhere north of uh, $24 million on the academy, yeah. forgot to install Wi-Fi. <laughs> right, yeah. And, <laughs> Seems and, like an oversight, really, yeah, doesn't it? and you've but, got Gus at one end, yeah. O'Neill, is it? Yeah. At the other end, yeah. not talking, yeah. too far to walk. Yeah, and Gus signed off on the plans, right. and of course, for him, he saw no real need for any right. of this newfangled thing. It's right. not like he had any video to distribute via his phone, for example. Right, okay. So that ended up in tears, of course. It did end up in tears. Okay. Yeah, and... And do we have some indication of what he might be doing at Penrith these days? You still got a job there? I thought you ran Penrith. I mean, it looks like now all you're doing is doing the chalk up and down the sideline. That's all I do. And <laughs> that is doing all the barbecue I do. on is, a Saturday. That is all I do. What? Are you you're still? I can't go Saturday. It's race day, so I've got to. That's <laughs> called light humour from Gus, right? A bit disingenuous, going along with a gag from who was that saying? That was Fatty Borton. Fatty Talking Borton. about dinosaurs. Look, uh, him, wow. Between him and Sam Thiday, I can see a tour, can't you? <laughs> it's <laughs> stand up. It's amazing to think that we're in a new era and we're talking, a la NRL, Todd Greenberg, yeah. we're in a new era and all we're talking about are Gus Gould, Wayne Bennett and oh, Fatty Horton. Dear, oh dear, we're so not really moving on, are we? Now, look, uh, but uh, wasn't there some discussion uh, about uh, Gus with another team? There was. Yeah, what's the deal? There then? was. Well, there was some information that, you know, you mentioned where he resides right now, and I think his young sons might be playing in the junior system. Okay. You know, the Fleg, the Matthews, all yes. that stuff, the yes. SG ball. yes. Uh, that he might want to relocate to the Shire and and the Sharks. Wow. Yeah. So the Fremantle doctor is, uh, doctor is calling. The Fremantle doctor is yeah. calling because, look. You get to a certain age, Chris. You and I are both yeah. in 
you Com- know, comfortable years. We're in, we're in our twilight years, is yes, how it, yes. as others are referring Not quite to it. Jurassic or dinosaur yet, but and, comfortable. And if you're like me, Stephen, you're constantly sourcing brochures online about yes. uh, properties in the Gold Coast to see. If it's not too. Miami, it's yeah. Gold Coast. It's right? Gold Coast. But for Gus, he, he sort of sees things a little further west, I think, right, because right. he thinks, what a beautiful through line that I, I return to where I live, yes. my heartland, my family. I find the club that relates to that, and yeah. then we relocate to Perth. So Gus goes west. And everywhere we go, we had 25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. Time for the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Got lungs like a walrus. How, how big? How big are the lungs of a walrus? He could sit on the bottom of a pool for an hour. You'd forget he was there. And that was the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Anyway, we're all fired up. Let's go. I am riveted. I can't wait for next week's instalment. Man, well, it's first a, sight. What's that? It's a new segment we've got, Steve, in the Life of Times of Gus Gould. It's been prepared in cooperation with Gus. You're going to hear his um, descriptions of people there like Junior Paulo, lungs of a walrus, sit on the bottom of a pool. You'll hear but, uh, about his life. Yes, yes. You'll hear about his philosophy. Yeah. And, and descriptions probably, of young men's bodies. I would imagine. And, yeah. and, and you'll hear about how little he likes Ivan Cleary at some stage. Wow. As, well. yeah. as he says, wow. Yeah. Right. Hey, listen, uh, Supporter Drive, you are listening to Fire Up, courtesy of the wonderful cooperative that is FBI Radio. And uh, because of them... Despite them, we are here, uh, and I am here, and in concert uh, with them, and you are here with us right now. And now that we're feeling so optimistic and, and go west together, brotherly village arm and people. arm, village people style, why don't you decide to renew your supportership? Because I know there's a whole bunch of people out there who who are going, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to renew. I haven't even looked when I last paid up. It's ten bucks a month, Chris. Now, a beer I think has gone past ten bucks now, and that's a daily requirement for breakfast. Well, this you is know. ten bucks a month. I'm talking here. Yeah, I think you know. I think uh, the punters had a fantastic time at uh, your sold-out live OB at uh, Darlow Bar. We're amazed about how affordable the beer was there compared to what they normally experience. That's right. And it shows what huge value it is to be a member here. Because yes. let's face it, 
Where else on Sydney Radio are you going to hear the village people? And the life of Gus. Exactly right. Every week. I mean, this is value Where add. Where else? This I ask is you. value add. Yeah, so if you'd like to go in and be a new supporter or renew your supportership, there's a phone number. We have vol- volunteers. Say that again. Volunteers have come in, uh, giving up their time. 83322945. They're manning the phones right now. You can do it online, fbiradio.com forward slash support. And we are giving away two prizes. At the end of our mini supporter drive, which is what this is tonight uh, at 5.45, there's the Audio Technica turntables, the L60s, and Neurophone headphones. And uh, gee whiz, I'm feeling pretty happy. Can I say, mm. if someone rang up and gave their support now, and for example, they were like a Rabbitohs fan. Yeah. I'd say something nice about the Rabbitohs on air in exchange for that. In exchange for that? Yeah. That is your price. That's right. That is the, that's, that's how far right. you'd go. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. I'm mean, saying something. Now, uh, we have been talking a lot about uh, stadium or stadia recently yes. uh, and the need for expenditure on stadia or stadiums. At some... Huge political issue. Turns out it wasn't. It turns out it meant nothing <laughs> at all and the building's coming down. The old dame is coming down. Uh, you, of course, I would like to get your take on an experience uh, Chris, now we all know about the threat of, or even the pleasure of relocating your footy teams uh, as the expansion of the world goes on, and uh, you know we want uh, we want everything all the time. And at some point, you can't have all these great Sydney teams. Someone's got to go. We keep talking about how the Roosters it makes complete sense with all the metrics for them to move, relocate, come up with a different name. But in the meanwhile, they are at the hallowed turf of the Sydney Cricket Ground, where I grew up loving rugby league on the hill. What's that the kids say? That's a bit of grass <laughs> and a big stadium that's not playing football. It's like a meadow. That's not, football is not being played on, yeah. Well, it's allegedly being played. I, I, I mean, I was there last night, Stephen, for yes. the Sydney Roosters versus Brisbane Broncos. Well, they, they say it was a, ma- a clinical masterclass. <laughs> Have I heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> and Brett Oaten can stop gloating. Oh, my goodness. And I was sitting with the Kabbalah Roosters supporters. But, I mean, you know. Is that an evil bunch? Yes, that's right. You know, a conflagration. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, from Peter Beattie, expand or die, relocate or die, stand still and die. Yes. Um, but we've touched on something that I think uh, was given extra voice last night. Yeah. And that's to the fact that we need to consolidate and merge or die. Yes. Right? And we've already put onto the uh, discussion table, if you like, yes. the idea of the Sydney Roosters and the South Sydney Rabbitohs merging Coming together. one entity. Calling themselves the Bin Chickens. Southeastern Sydney Bin, bin Chickens. Bin Chickens, yes, yes. Uh, it's got a glorious ring to it. Right. I mean, there's a ready-made venue already, yeah. uh, which we saw last night. Yes. Uh, the Sydney Cricket Ground, which could yeah. probably be renamed the Sydney Wheelie Bin, perhaps. The Wheelie Bin. Yeah. The Sydney yeah. Wheelie Bin, where the, the Bin SW- Chickens play, home yeah. base. Bin Chickens at the SWB. Wow. And how, 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 how much would the Chooks and the Rabbit fans love that? It's, lo- it's local, it's close. And it's a brotherhood coming yes. together. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's, merging of I think ideas. It's, I think it's got a great feel to it, I reckon. And and would the bin chicken colours be what? We've discussed this, but gee, that's where the fight would be, wouldn't it? One feather would be red and green. One feather would be red, blue and white. You know those those cute people that buy those jerseys that are split down the middle and they yes. look abso- absolutely yes, awful? Yes, yes. That'd be perfect. I was handed a scarf of State of Origin which had one side you flipped uh, them around yeah, the other yeah, blue. Yeah, what ridiculous. do you do with that? Ridiculous. You yeah. put it in the bin. Put it in the bin. Yeah. But, but the experience <laughs> last night, Stephen, if I can sort of talk, desc- talk me through describe it, it yeah. to you. I was you know, meeting uh, uh, friends of the show, Albie Talgrove, Rico and then of course Bronco Reg. Bronco Reg, who yes. did suffer. Who was going to give it to you tremendously to, to the last Rooster night. fans, right? <laughs> Picture of him on our Facebook page, Fire Up Facebook all. page. He's not looking good. Not good. And the first sign that you're worried is you go, well, at least I'm going. I'm getting there a bit early. I'll get a good park in the parking station. Yeah, right. You're really quiet in the parking station. Right, right. So not even Fox Studios was working. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I got to park right at the exit. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, the second thing is there. 
I mean, football to me is always sometimes the the outcome is not what you're hoping for, but mm. there's always the sense, and we've talked about this, of hope and anticipation. Yeah. And, and, a con- the, and a contest, Chris. That's right. And it's mm. a community feel yeah, community. as you sort of walk shoulder to shoulder yeah. um, towards the turnstiles and sort of take your turn ha- to sort of shuffle through and queue. Have you got a number for this community? Uh, a number? An alleged number. Yeah. Well, they said 9,000. They said 9,000. <laughs> they said 9,000. I, I, I think Albie at the Newtown Jets would be laughing at this point in time, wouldn't he? Because they get uh, close to that, right? Yeah, to be honest, I wasn't shoulder to shoulder through the turnstiles. I breezed through the turnstiles. Right. So if you want a community feel, you'd probably be looking more at I mean, Redfern Oval. Yes, well, it's you know, available. That, that holds a couple They're of They're playing footy there again. The Jets played there on the weekend. Right, beaten, right. Beaten in the last seconds, on So the lonely car park is a cool, wet night in Sydney. You expect that with football. I mean, in the grand old days, of course, they used to play it on Saturday afternoon, uh, and it would be, I don't know, 40,000 people. You know? And, and you're, you're a technical person, Stephen, when I it am. comes to music and sound. You know that there's this phenomenon, you know, we've all experienced yes. it at parties where yeah. someone's home stereo doesn't have the grunt to absorb the fact that you've got 120... 100 punters in the lounge room. You found that the case? The sound system was ear-splitting last night. There were no bodies to absorb the sound. Would you say it was an improper sort of balance between the crowd and excitement and the music volume? Yeah, there was no crowd for the DJ to play off, so he was jumping between... Uh, I like it like that. Uh, no, was it um, the way it is? Yeah. The old uh, Jason Nevins remix Look, of Run I, DMC. I, I can just see Brett jumping out of his chair <laughs> and doing some sort of I don't know floss. Smells like Team Spirit, ah, Nirvana. Yeah, yeah right. You know, Great. They, there wasn't much subtlety to it. Yeah. Uh, they had that uh, thing with the fifty-fifty, where if you buy a, a raffle ticket, uh-huh. half the funds go to the Steggles nest egg. It's an the... accumulative fund, though. That's right. Yeah, numbers. And, and, make the, numbers. And, the, and the winning punter gets half as a novelty check. How much did he get? So little money that we actually had to whip round for him. Did you just <laughs> to make him? Yeah. Well, he was depressed, obviously. And the problem is the field. Yeah. And this could be an opportunity. It's for a Gus. cricket ground, Chris. Yes. This is the debate we've been having, and uh, people that. Don't understand stadiums. Don't understand the fact that the Homebush is an athletic track. The cricket ground is a cricket ground. Yes. Far too big for rugby union, rugby league, soccer. And soccer. Yeah. Uh, even Allianz is built like a basin with a bit of a sort of a grassy stretch. So it's, you're far away. Correct? And I think the members are a problem here because they're stuck on the wrong side. But what they, most people sit our side, which is the yeah. sort of the O'Reilly stand side. Right. That's where all the people are. Tiger O'Reilly style. By the way, on the DJ, it was oh, geez, it was a bad night, Stephen. I mean, <laughs> you know, they've got the guy who's hitting the drum. Going Going, jump, 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 and everyone goes east. Jump, jump, jump. Gee, that's, right, got, that's got a nice swing, hasn't it? Yeah, Oose. yeah. And then Oose. right in the middle of it, the DJ goes jump, 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 jump. We will rock you. It right. was just a melange of sound. It was terrible. They call that a car crash, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they decided, well, it's a cricket ground. Where will we put the field? In the middle. In the middle. So nobody's close. No one's good. And as I told you, take your binoculars, and you did. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. It was only the reason I described the experience as dissociative. Yeah, Stephen, like I'm some sort of tranquilizer, like I'm looking through a pinhole. But what they should do, yes. and Gus could do this because he's now doing lines out at Penrith. I mean, as in marking the lines. Yes, um, is move a few, a few extra dollar. Yeah, <laughs> move the the football field towards one side. Yes, and we talked about this with the new Allianz oh, okay. last week. Get one of those. Big modesty curtains. Wow. And just make it intimate mode by cutting off half the yes. uh, Sydney Willow. Which, in entertainment venues, we've been doing for years. The ICC does it, the old, uh, uh, you know, the entertainment centre used to do it. Small crowd, bring the curtain in, bring the crowd in, everyone's happy. So, what you're saying is have a some sort of rigging structure that when the crowd turns up, as you said last night, probably about 3,000 people, yeah. you bring the modesty curtain down on half the field, bring the field closer to the people, bang, bang them together, and they're all happy. Spectacle for television. Yeah. 
I've got a better idea, Chris. Yes? Well, look, uh, you might know the, the winning party that got into power saying it's not an either-or scenario. It's not stadium or hospitals and schools, but we can do it all. I say merge the lot together. Hang so on. imagine if you're going to, I don't know, the new hospital at French's Forest or you go, even RPA. And well, they, they've got some grass reports, you might want to consider whether you do want to go to the new hospital at French's Forest. <laughs> no, cows, it's yeah. had a very, very yeah. bumpy introduction, Stephen. But what you do European style is you build the hospital around the, the rugby league ground. Gotcha. So that's in the middle, uh, you know, like a university style buildings around the, around the grass, right? Right. And in Trent Robertson, who... who, who doesn't stop thinking about rugby league. He could be the organiser here. And we just basically have rugby league 24-7 being played in the grounds. And next to one of the, the facilities would be like a university. We have a school. Right. So you put the school, the hospital, the grounds, all together in the one space. Paddock to plate. Paddock to plate. It's, it's just... a one-stop shop for everybody. And, you and can die this... there. You get born there. You watch your footy there. In these tough economic times... Yes. We consolidate teams, yes. South Eastern Sydney, Wheelie, uh, uh, Bin Chickens. Yes. And we put them in a multi-purpose facility yes. with modesty curtains where need be. Yeah, coffee machines, yeah. food, yeah. schools. All the ancillary services. Preschool. <laughs> Preschool, school, yeah. high school, yeah. uh, hospital. Yeah, and, and, and... Should I say cemetery or is that going got... too far? Well, now you're talking. <laughs> now, I mean, you're, now you're talking. This is getting maximum value out of your assets yeah. per hectare. Absolutely. I mean, this Gladys would be just all on board on this. Yeah. And, of course, um, look, you know, you know, when you're in hospital, Chris, you've been there recently, you, you, you might be awake at 2 o'clock in the morning. You want to open your curtain, game of rugby league. I had uh, an operation that, Stephen, that I was up sleepless at night. Sleepless at night. You know, yeah. I, I can just watch so much Netflix on my iPad. Yeah. Um, the free-to-air TV they offer in the hospital, not good. Yeah. Quality of not the picture. Not to mention it's about as far away as the football at the cricket <laughs> oh, ground. Yeah, yeah. The TV. And, and they limit the volume because, let's face it, there are sick people in the hospital. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. them. Yeah. The ability to go and open my curtain, yeah. Robbo-style, who's yeah. consumed 24-7 with yeah. going back-to-back -back for the roosters, yes. and to open up a vista and see out on the oval next to my hospital gurney... Yes. A game of football, uh, that would accelerate my recovery, reduce the pressure on the medical system, yes. the medical costs that are crippling this country. Yes. Rugby league can yeah. turn this yeah. economy yeah. around. And how many more people would want to go to hospital then? <laughs> hey? And get a lesson in evolution and well, I don't know, whatever it takes. To you, do. you could do your law degree. Truancy would be at an all-time oh, low man. because there's rugby league. Yeah. You don't have to go out and play touch football at, at, at recess and play lunch. No. You go out and watch first-grade rugby league. All day, all night, 25. Now, we, we, yeah, obviously, we, we did read about Robbo uh, the other day and uh, how obsessed he is with winning now. normally that Worries me, Stephen. Well, that normally puts the mockers on you, doesn't it? You don't admit that you think you're going to win a second time round. That's, that's, that's hubris. No one goes back-to-back -back since the Brisbane. Broncos 92-93 and we've already pointed out that Bennett's old school and Bennett and mm. Gus and Vaddy Vorton they're the past yeah. they don't belong can Trent repeat that past we don't uh, it, it's, it's, it's crazy it, it, it's consuming him right. and it's worrying him okay it says here uh, he was on 360 as a club you definitely talk about going back to back it's about how you view it this is an exciting year he said it's firmly implanted in our minds from the preseason. And we have these conversations. So we're really clear about what we want to do as a club. So first and foremost, it's very much in the front of the lobe. Front eye, eye up, eyes up footy. Okay, right. that worries me as well because I would have thought the 24-7 consumption we're going back to back is a recurrent sort of background back lobe thing. Yeah, and Because if you're playing eyes too. up front door footy, you don't yeah. want your conscious being no. disrupted by the 
the long game. I know that there's there's a there's a an, well, it's it's beyond my means to control how the 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 back lobe and the front lobe talk, the unconscious and the conscious. I know that Freud could understand this stuff, but I don't understand it. <laughs> and, and I think Trent's treading on very dangerous territory here by mixing the two. Yeah, exactly. He says we want to be great. I want to be great. You want to be great. I definitely want to be. We great. want to build something. Yeah. We value in our lives uh, not just play good footy on the weekends. Well, hang on. He wants to win the competition, but isn't that footy? But he wants to do more than just play good footy on the weekends. If he wants I'm to, confused already. If he wants to build something, he should build a facility that's got schools, hospitals, <laughs> exactly. rugby league exactly. all together. He says, I'm not talking about the airy-fairy stuff. <sighs> Can you explain that? Is he saying that the mental side of rugby league is airy-fairy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm talking about this. This is what we do every single day. He says, but we're 24-7 in the way we think about it. 24-7? That's why we think about it. It's not airy-fairy. Um, this and is mumbo-jumbo, And it's Stephen. not just about footy on the weekends. Where's this coming from? <laughs> the challenge of this is exciting. People say there must be pressure. Then, good. That's the way you should do it. But in the end, you don't talk about it every week. Hang on a second. 24-7. It's on his mind all the time, but we don't talk about it. But so, we did talk about it. This is a cry for help for Robbo, clearly. There's <laughs> something very wrong going, <laughs> something, in the, in that going on in there. So we talk about being in the mind of Gus and being in the mind of a whole lot of people. This is getting really, really dangerous stuff. Stephen, there, there, there is one thing that I want to say that I think the Roosters fans themselves are concerned about Robbo. Yeah. And I think that they are looking at the reality that things are going to change. I met a charming fan out there last night, Kernan, who was there with his kids, all yeah. dressed up in Roosters regalia, and he yeah. approached me. Yeah. And he said, I've basically accepted that Roosters do have to relocate or merge. Yes. You know, the way that Robbo's mental state is, we've got to do something. And he wanted us to answer the question, would players like Tedesco still take less money to play for the relocated or merged Roosters and bin still chickens. win premierships yeah. or the bin chickens? Yeah. And I think the answer to that is clearly no. No. Because I've, I've never seen a more um, a, a naked bunch of mercenaries and those roosters out now giving it to those young Broncos kids who are mm. just trying to develop and get on with their lives and play a bit of footy. Mm. And the masterclass was like, you know... Clinical it, masterclass. Not, it was clinical. It was yeah. cynical. Cynical. It was brutal. Yeah. And it was witnessed by virtually nobody. <laughs> Therefore, does it exist? <laughs> Not I, in my mind. The tree, the forest. <laughs> Chris, does it exist? I don't know. Not in my mind but or in, in Robbo's mind. Well, this is where we, we are confused. We've, we've gone through this, the front of the mind, 24-7, we don't talk about it. And then finally, says, as long as it's in the back of your mind, it makes no difference unless you deliver today. Now, I want to say to you, if it's 24-7 and we don't see him at night at his home, um, is, is, who's behind this? Has he got four whiteboards? Is his wife instructing him 24-7? Could it be Cooper Cronk? It sounds like Cooper talking to me. Well, Cooper's got time on his hands again with the recurrence of the hamstring injury. He doesn't need to play. Uh, the, our, our very good friend Bradley Charles Stubbs has probably got a few tapes that Hello, Robbo's Bradley. got go, yes. go very in good the background. Friend. But there seems to be a missing piece. Is he a hypnotist? Don't say that, to, that Stephen. Don't say Is that. No. But, but I don't know. Maybe. Is there room for Or Gus could Gorf? it be Politis talking? Well, or a combination of the three. <laughs> the voices. The voices in Robbo's head. The voices. Now, uh, okay. So, um, and you, look, if we could, there's one last thing that we have to discuss. And then that's the last we're going to talk about the roosters all year, right? Terrific. Because Put a line under it. They'll be then the bin chickens. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, I want to unpack a phrase. Now, you were telling me about uh, this comment that the rooster's way or the rooster way. Interesting S point. apostrophe or so, not. So you got the PA announcer in ear-splitting volume last night because no one's there to soak up the sound. Yes. Talking about the rooster way. Right. Right. The rooster way. And then Robbo goes on the vision yeah. and he said, that's the rooster's way. Right. The rooster's way. Uh, we need some, uh, I think, gr you know, experts in grammar. So it was interesting because obviously, obviously they're two different concepts. Yeah, yes, yes. Secondly, I heard 
an apostrophe in the way that Robbo said it. Yes. But I don't think there should be an apostrophe there. Right. So because Rooster Way is, a, that is the entity, the yeah. Rooster Way. So you've got the Rooster Way, you've yeah. got the Rooster apostrophe S, Rooster's Way, or you've yeah. got the Rooster's no apostrophe yeah. way. There's too much going on here. You can't go back to back if yeah. you've got three ways, That's in, my pers- in my personal yeah. view. And, and you, you can't do a streak fully clothed, if I could just say that one last thing last night. At the cricket ground, a fully clothed rooster man doing the rooster way, fully clothed, and of course the camera stayed on him. This is really interesting, isn't it? I always thought the rule was you can't cover a streaker on television because you don't want to give the performance oxygen, no, no. but apparently you can't cover nude streakers. But the Roosters can't even get streaking right. It's time to merge. It's time to bin chicken up. They're confused. We just need to stop building all these big stadiums that we talked about earlier and start building some little stadiums and packing them out and selling the tickets for half the price and the food as well. Keep it simple, Chris. Keep it simple. That's what I say. Thank you, Luke Lewis. Talk about solving the problem. He just hosed us down in an instant, didn't he? Forget about his hospital bloody university nonsense, you know, with lights and beds and 24-7. Robo doesn't know he's talking. We know that. Robo's confused. Build more small stadiums, yeah. cheaper food, cheaper entry prices. Yes. It's The answer is blindingly it's obvious. Right there in front of you. <laughs> and uh, perhaps a slightly better system at Leichhardt than what they've got. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. can you improve on perfection, Stephen? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, last night, of course, uh, well, let's talk rugby league, shall we, Chris? Well, there's a change. <laughs> hey, supporter drive. Yes. This is the last day of our mini supporter drive. We do this because... We're all part of this uh, cooperative known as FBI, which started uh, back in 2003, where we decided to dedicate ourselves to 50% Australian music, 25% Sydney music, emerging brand new music. So we became a platform for Sydney music, art and culture, and then the best of the rest from around the world. I think we've done a very, very good job of that. It's very interesting to people. I always have to sort of take them through the maths, though, because yep. sometimes they go, so you're saying that there's 75% music Australian because it's 50% from Australia, <laughs> and then 25 25% from Sydney? No, 20, no, no, no. Half of the 50 is Sydney. One in every four songs is derived from Sydney. Yes. So all you young aspiring bands, yes. electronic musicians, yes. composers and yes. rugby league fans, this Commentary. is an outlet. Rugby league fans too. Yeah. Well, don't you think? Yeah. Don't, I, I'd love to. We won't to. be here forever. I mean... Yeah, you know, we as I said, I took Bronco Reds last night. You might remember that fairly naff poetry that he used to do. I do very we'd, fondly. We'd be an outlet for someone who wants to do something musically or verbally creative about rugby league on our show. We'd accommodate. Look at, look at young Dennis Carnahan. And the look at him now. Way. Look at him now. He was on Sky News the other day. I mean, look at David Gallup and Toddy Greenberg and yeah. all those people we've given a break to. You know, Matty Johns. LeBron you know, Sampson. Ben Mendelsohn. Look where he's gone since. Peter Fitzsimons. All of those buggers that came on fire up all of those years ago. We started in 2005. Martin Kennedy. Well, maybe not Martin well, maybe Kennedy. maybe not Martin Kennedy <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a plane full of snakes. No, no. Uh, now, what we're asking for you to do, I'm serious now, Chris, 
is become a supporter. 10 bucks a month. If you're a student or a concession card holder, if you're over 65 or whatever it is, the age, and you've got a card, medical disabilities, whatever, uh, it is only 5 bucks a month. So That's good. The number is 833-22-945. We have some volunteers here waiting. They came in especially to listen to Fire Up, I know, but they're also taking your calls. So if you don't want to ring up, you can do it online, fbiradio.com forward slash support. And we have some prizes. We're giving away at 5.45 tonight, so that's uh, very exciting. We've got the Audio Technica turntables. Um I don't really want to encourage that, Chris. I think there's too many DJs in the world already. Yes. But hey, that's what we've got. <laughs> that's what we've got. There's very few DJs in the modern world, Stephen, who actually DJ vinyl, so I think you'll be fine. Or have great... Ch- no, I won't go there. I won't go there. Uh, and a pair of headphones from Neurophone. Thank you very much. That number, 833 How, how good that, would that be a lead into the 6 o'clock game to have secured those prizes and then go and watch two games of rugby league? It's like... That's a great night out. In Stephen. hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While well, you're getting a lesson. Or while at school. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, as we said, the clinical masterclass last night, the Roosters flogged Brisbane Broncos. Hello, Bronco Reg. Um, and then tonight, it is the New Zealand Warriors who start with all the hope in the world and then collapse. And they're playing the Titans, who actually look good and nearly who, beat South Sydney. Well, I was going to say, but never start with any hope. Never start with any hope. And still collapse. I don't understand, as you said, that this golden sort of retirement place that is the Gold Coast, it's awash with money. How come they can't get a good rugby league team going? Basically, old people got no interest in rugby league. And they don't play very well. That's right. Yeah, okay. And so no one goes. Fair enough. Uh, and then we have the Penrith Panthers versus the West Tigers. That is your team. You're the Cleary running... Cup. The Cleary Cup. Yep. I can see clearly now. There's a lot of enmity from the Tigers towards their departed coach, Ivan Cleary. It could turn ugly. It could turn... We hope it turns ugly. We certainly hope it turns ugly. We certainly ugly. do. Uh, Manny Waringa. Now, the old guns, Brett Stewart, Snake's come back and he's forgiven everybody. He's giving some advice to put them back on track again, yeah? And uh, the surface of Lotto Land has been cleared as safe to play. Has so, it? Yeah. Uh, there's a knee injury looming for the South Sydney Rabbitohs tonight. Redfern Pat has already written his own team off, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. He's lowering expectations, That's is he? Right. Yeah. It's very and, and GI is done. He's cooked, is he? He's no good. Forever? Forever? Maybe. There's a lot of players, foreign, cooked. Yeah, he doesn't Widder, look any good. Cooked. Yeah, go on. No good. Uh, makes room for the young players. It's young a new era, Steve. It's a new, new era. The youth rule, Chris, the youth rule. Uh, Cowboys, Raiders, uh, well, you know. That's very little interest there. Very. Parramatta Sharks. Ooh. Well, did you see the footage of Bronson Cherry, X-E-R-R-I? Hey, can you just spell that name? Bronson, first name. Love that name. Very gladiatorial. What's his second name? Cherry, I think it's pronounced. How do you spell that? X-E-R-R-I. He's the second rugby league player to have a surname commencing with X. As Gus would say, I don't understand. Yeah, Anthony Zerub was the other one. Yeah. And is, is it of an ethnic origin that I don't... Uh, where is that from? Jerry. Uh, I think Matraville, I think. I but, mean, there's a modern musician called Jira with an X. Jerry. Yeah, well, there was... Um, what other ex-musicians have there been? That's a very... I mean, yeah, there's band X. X-Ray Specs. X-Ray Specs, of yeah, course, yeah, with yeah. Uh, polystyrene. Polystyrene, yeah. Um... Mm, I don't know. Uh, we well, asked you if you have any... If you'd like to text us, of course, 0409... Blondie have a song called X Offender? Maybe? Probably. Yeah. 945, 945, that's the text line, 0409. Well, and of course, uh, oh. I think Kiss had a song called Let's Put the well, X Well, there was a band in Sydney called X. Yes. Yeah? Or In Excess. And the Uncanny X-Men. Uncanny X-Men. It's... It doesn't get any better. <laughs> but, but, uh... Bronson x Zeri. But there was footage this week of uh, rookie coach John Morris and his Sharks regatta calling young Bronson in and uh, revealing that he's been selected in first grade. Okay, now, okay, that's a, that's a feel-good moment. And uh, we wonder why the cameras were brought in the first place. Do you have a theory? The Sharks are desperate. Yes. Um, they've sold out their interest completely in the Toxic Swamp. The $40 million is a house of cards. That's yeah. going to f- oh, fall very quickly. Yeah. It's basically going into debt retirement. Yeah. And so they're looking for alternative revenue streams. And is there a more popular visual medium right now, Stephen, than reality television? I no. think not. No. And so 
this is sort of like an insight going into Shark's world. Yeah. But I thought it was very stage managed, very feel good. They had him ringing his mum, tears, yeah, all that tears. sort of thing. It was crying like Christopher Pine. Didn't feel real to me. Yeah. I want footage like a 24-7 Robbo cam maybe following Shane Flanagan around right now, what he's doing. Wow. 24-7? Are uh, you serious? Uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, specialty shows like Dukes and Fafita go to the hairdressers. Yes. That'd be something. Have we determined what that, uh, you know, Andrew Fafita's haircut, what it's called? Does anybody know what that is called? That great big possum on the back of his head? Yeah, it's a manure light. Uh, Maho Fanua light. Is that right? Light. Yeah. And, and Dukes has got what? Just a standard mullet? Yeah. But a high-cut mullet? Yeah, high-cut yeah. mullet. Yeah. And then, you know... I'd like. I'd rather see people in Morris's offices when they're getting dropped, like Dukes. Yeah, right. Now, um, Dukes is always coming out of the darkness and finding the light. He's always doing press conferences, going, that, "I'm now, I'm feeling good." That's his narrative. That's his narrative. Okay, uh, an episode at the Sailing Club. Yes, oh, I'd like to see that. That would be good. A recreation yeah. of why Cronulla got banned from the Cronulla Sailing Club for life. Yeah, and uh, like Bad Boys, the highlights of all the old misdemeanors. Oh, you can imagine it. You know, I'd watch that. Like, like, like you know, it's Northeast time. Yes, yes. And you get a recreation of whatever the bubbler. Dot dot dot. Now, um, Madge Maguire is coaching who now? West Tigers. West Tigers. Your team, Madge. Now, famously, uh, Madge gave a spray the other day, and uh, if I could just quote some of the the terminology here, it says here. That they experienced a Michael Maguire spray before, but said the coach's post-game address left some of the new West Tigers teammates rattled. It said Jennings and Robbie Farad seen Madge explode before, but a lot of them hadn't. And it says there have been tales of Madge's anger before. Uh, uh, that's how just how caring and passionate Madge is, that he delivers these sprays. Uh, we deserve that spray, it says here. It's full of emotion. Uh, that's who Madge is. He's an emotional coach. Now, I remember when I was a kid, my my mum used to threaten us all with the wooden spoon. She Constantly. never delivered. Yeah. And after a while, we just laughed. Right. Because, you know, if you've you got to deliver, right? It's the cry-wolf syndrome. It's, yes. And, and if you keep going to that card in the pack, it's power yeah, diluted. We, we all remember when Gandhi finally lost his temper and gave a spray. <laughs> Man, you really take notice then, don't you? Yeah, right. You remember when Martin Luther King gave a spray, you know what I mean? Because these are peaceful men. And the spray means something. Mother Teresa unloaded. <laughs> Who can forget that spray? But if you use the spray often, the spray becomes uh, less potent. Yeah, that's right. It's, spray, it's got no guts to it. So how many sprays are we really allowed before it loses impact is my question to you, Chris. What's the quota? Well, it's very interesting. Gus Gould said one a year. One a right? year. And I think there's a, with the modern players who are generally regarded as soft, yes. they don't like this hard verbal. No. So you've really, and I think there is part of the new conditions under the football spending about how many sprays you have a year will be one. Madge one Maguire, per year or one per week? One per year. One per year. And Madge Maguire is very much campaigning that that wasn't a spray. No. And what's been quoted is <laughs> the time where he dressed down the rabbits after a loss in the dressing room when he was coaching the South Sydney Rabbitohs yeah. and he went to the lockers with a baseball bat. Right. So based on the vision... Well, that's not a spray. No. Mm. So based on the vision... Well, no, he's yelling and hitting the lockers oh. with a baseball bat. So his submission would be, until that's- I... Till I go the baseball bat, I haven't sprayed the Tigers. I've still got it in my pocket. He's redefining the spray. Let's hope he's not spraying them tonight after the game. At and one last thing in this sort Pepper of Stadium. is this world where, where Labor were promising last night a new reign where, where gender equality is nearly coming good, nearly 50%. Uh, we have issues about, you know, how things are viewed and seen in this uh, Me Too era. Uh, we know that Russell Crowe led the way by dropping female cheer girls, cheerleaders and moved with the drummers and then there's been a mixed gender cheer squad and now there's been another talk that many teams are starting to erase the female cheer girls out of business what's the story there Chris just quickly yeah I'm disturbed about this you are disturbed Uh, uh, Russell says the cheerleaders makes him uncomfortable right uncomfortable I I, I think 
that speaks volumes. Well, that says a lot more about Russell, doesn't it? About it the does. Because let's face it, uh, you could mix the boys and the girls, so it's got nothing to do with gender. Uh, is there any difference between extolling the virtues of somebody's skills in, in their given format that they play? And whether it's uh, the AFL image or whether it's rugby league and the new women that are charging forward with a ball in their hand and smashing each other up, or whether it's a girl doing what I would call gymnastic work mixed with dance work at the finest of her abilities. And this is the point, Stephen, is uh, I heard a current journalist, former cheerleader, say, look, I'm concerned about the evolution of the game that we've just got dance troopers to just turn up and do a little few faux hip-hop moves and go home. <laughs> because cheerleaders traditionally, not only are they very serious about their dance, yeah. Chick, they are brand ambassadors. Yes, they, they are. They greet fans. Yeah. Well, not last night because there was no one to greet uh, out at the SCG. Uh, they do a lot of work in... Can you believe this? Schools and hospitals. Well, so that's what I was asking. In the future, when we merge the three together, the stadium, the hospital, the school, the graveyard, will there be cheerleaders it's, every 15 minutes? It's, 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 it's not an option, Stephen. It's a given. It's a given. There's no room for just the modern dance troupe. I stand with the cheerleaders. I hope that you do. I stand. And they're quite happy for the evolution of or the I uniform. Or I get on my knee for the yeah, cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah, I, whatever. Th- this new era, yeah. let's not just turn it into... The grey, bland idea of rugby league that I saw out at Campbelltown Stadium last week. I love Barry O'Farrell. I love Barry O'Farrell. I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't need it. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!